This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back to another edition of The Drop Podcast. As always, I am your host, Lance DeScott. Before we get into the recap of the Blues versus Flames, there's some trade talks going on. With the Blues, Braden Shin to the Vegas Knights possibly, and also Vladimir Tarasenko to the Carolina Hurricanes. A lot of people are really getting upset over this, and I do understand your feelings. Braden Shin's a good player, not only offensively, but I think he's a positive influence in the locker room, on the ice, and on the bench. He's a hard worker. He comes to play every night. I'm sure there's some nights he's not been his best, but it doesn't stand out when he's not at his best. He always gives a max effort. Vladimir Tarasenko has been a little bit of a disappointment this year, but we know the talent that he has. I think a lot of his issues have to deal with the fact that he doesn't shoot the puck the way he used to. When he first came into this league, he had authority with the puck, and what I mean by that is he would get it and know what he was going to do with it instantly. If he was going to pass it, great. If he was going to shoot it, great. But he did them quickly. He's been holding on to the puck so much that guys can block it, goalies can see it coming, or he misses the net. He's had some offensive issues this year. I think his defensive game has gotten better. However, regardless of why the Blues are looking to trade these two, changes need to be made within this team. I've seen some posts online that, The Blues are only so many points out of a playoff spot. Don't give up. The season's not over. So on and so forth. And I've never said for the Blues to give up. And I've never said the season's over. The only thing that I have said is that it's going to be difficult for them to make the playoffs. Anybody who tells you differently is wrong. I've stated how many games they're going to have to win to get into the playoffs. I think they have 48 games left. I might be a game off, but I think they have 48 games left. To get to 96 points, they're going to have to win 31 of those games. It's very difficult to go 31-17 and in this league. Impossible? No. But it is difficult. You have to be playing some of your best hockey. And I don't think the Blues have played their best hockey yet. I'm going to hate to see Braden Sheehan or Tarasenko go if they do end up trading him. But they haven't won a cup with either one of them. And sometimes you've got to get rid of some good players to get better in the future. And a lot of people are going to hate me for saying this. But I think the Blues are looking at a rebuild situation or a very deep retooling. Now it could take three to five years to rebuild. If they just retool, it could take a year to three years. Or they might shock us and they rebuild and retool. And they're a good team again in a year and a half. But some changes need to be made. And I love the players on the team, but we can't get too attached to them. I think sometimes people in St. Louis get so attached to these guys. For instance, the other day I was in a discussion with someone 
they're upset with me because I said, if Alex Steen loved this team so much, like he says he does, if the Blues wanted to trade him, he should waive his no-trade clause. And people said, that's stupid. If he loves this team, why would he waive his no-trade clause? Well, here's why. This team has given you years and years of an NHL career. They've paid you a ton of money. Now they feel it's time for you to move on. They want to find a place where you're comfortable. But they also need some flexibility from you so that they can move you. Alex Steen has gotten a lot from this team. And a lot of people are bringing up Doug Armstrong shouldn't have given him the no trade clause. So with that in mind, we can't ask him to give it up. I agree with you. Doug Armstrong shouldn't have given him the no trade clause. That was stupid. But this team has paid you a ton of money. They're asking you to waive it so that they can get better, so that the city of St. Louis can have a winner on the ice. Now, some people say, well, you can't get rid of a guy that loves the city and wants to retire a blue. I don't care if the player loves the city and he wants to retire a blue. Those are great things to want, but those are way down on my list of why I want a hockey player to be here. I want a hockey player to be on this team because he helps the team win. Being a nice guy and a great person is secondary. Let's go ahead and get to the highlights of the Blues-Flames game. We know the last time they played, the Flames really outplayed the Blues in St. Louis, and the Blues were looking for some revenge, and they would get that revenge. Smith made the chest save on that one. Oh, there, good play there by Bolmeister. He made sure that he got in on that one. Look out! Perron knocks it down, and he scores! David Perron off the arm of Smith! And the Blues take a 1-0 lead. What a funny goal that was. It continues the bounces. It looked like the Calgary Flames had gotten that out of the zone. They whacked at it. It hit a skate. And David Perron, after this really good pinch there by Jay Bowmeister, the puck goes off the skate and way up in the air. And the 12th goal of the year for David Perron on the short angle right there. Sharp, short side. I don't know how that even got through. I don't know how that got through either. It looked like Smith had the position on it. But it just got past him. And the Blues are up one to nothing. I also have to give some props out to Jay Bowmeister, who you all know is not my favorite player. But he worked hard in that series there to keep that puck in. And he deserves the credit there. If it wasn't for his hard work, Perron would have never gotten the puck and scored the goal. That goal by Perron would be his 12th of the year. Bowmeister gets his sixth assist of the year. And by the way, guys, David Perron only had 10 goals all of last year. So he's well ahead of his pace for last year. If he keeps up at this pace, he's going to end up with about 26 to 28 goals, which would just be amazing. If he could get that amount of goals and have 30 assists, that would just be great. The Blues weren't done, though, in the first period. They continued to play well. It wasn't just their offense playing well, but also Jake Allen really stood tall in this first period. But let's get to that second goal by Tyler Bozak. The Blues would go on a power play, and Tyler would get his fifth of the year to put the Blues up two to nothing, just a little past midway of the first period. For Maroon, all the way around to the near wing for Perron. Puts it in tight, Maroon, rebound, they score! Bozak gets the rebound! And a power play goal, and the Blues take a two-nothing lead. Love this play in the corner. When Patrick Maroon, he relieves pressure by just zipping it to the other side of the ice because it was congested on his side, which was the left. The other thing about this power play goal is that yesterday in practice, Craig Maruby stopped it a couple of times, yelled at Patty Maroon to get 
closer to the net on those drive plays from the goal line. He does so, the rebound's there. So an excellent play by Maroon, jam play, rebound, and the right-handed Bozak slams it home. Maroon took the puck to the net, the rebound came out, Bozak was right there doing the hard work getting to the net and puts it past Mike Smith to put the Blues up two to nothing. As I said earlier, that was Bozak's fifth goal of the year. Maroon with that initial shot gets his eighth assist. Perron, who had a good game, gets his ninth assist power play goal. Blues, 11 minutes, 43 seconds in. Now, you know Calgary's not going to give up, of course, even though the Blues are up two to nothing. But when you give up a power play opportunity to good teams, it's going to eventually bite you, whether it's one out of five times, two out of five times, whatever. Teams are going to score in the power play, and that's exactly what would happen. Matthew Kachuk would get a 16th goal of the year to make this a much closer game at 2-1. to one. They go to work on the man advantage. Johnny Gaudreau sets up on the half boards out front. There's a pass. They score! Kachuk with the tap in. What a setup by Lino, and it's a one-goal game. Well, how quick was that? Seven seconds into the power play, and Matthew Kachuk wide open in front, and this right off a face-off win by Sean Monaghan. Cole Meester moves his stick one way, Johnny Gaudreau waits and passes it through that lane as it opens up, and then a quick little fake shot and pass over to Matthew Kachuk from Lindholm. Some great passing from Johnny Gaudreau to Lindholm, and then, of course, to Matthew Kachuk in front of the net. What happened there was... Bowmeister let Kachuk get a little bit behind him, headed towards the net. Bowmeister couldn't catch up to him. Kachuk is right there for the pass in an open net, and it's now 2-1 to one Blues. That power play goal by Kachuk would be his 16th of the year. Lindholm gets his 22nd assist. Johnny Gaudreau gets his 32nd assist. The Blues outshot Calgary 12-9 in this first period. The second period, we'd see a different story. The Blues only got five shots on goal while the Flames would get 13, and Jake had to be very, very good in this second period. He was the key to the second period. If it wasn't for Jake Allen, it could have been a much different story going out of the second period. Going into the third, I thought the Blues picked it up a little bit, especially from the beginning, and right at the first part of the period, under two minutes in, Oscar Sundquist would get the goal to put the Blues up 3-1. to one. Quickly ahead for Barbershop. Drop pass to Sundquist, a shot. Rebound Sundquist, shoots, he scores! Sundquist gets his own rebound, and the Blues take a 3-1 to one lead. And the fourth line of the St. Louis Blues, they're doing it. They played some outstanding hockey, and the game in Vancouver went behind. Sundquist had a number of good scoring chances. They're on the ice against the Flames' top line, and they end up scoring a huge goal on the road to make it a 3-1 game. Drop pass, a knuckler like you read about right there, and the rebound squirts in, and he whiffs on the second one, and pass the goaltender, Mike Smith, on the stick side. It really gets a team going when you can score at the first of the period. Just the total opposite, it really can take the wind out of a team when the other team scores at the first part of the period, or even at the end of the period. That goal by Oscar Sundquist, which was huge. Sixth goal of the year. Barbashev gets his fifth assist. Dunn gets his 12th assist. A minute 56 seconds in. The Blues are up 3 to 1. The Blues would outshoot Calgary in that third period, 10 to 7. Now, Calgary, of course, didn't give up. They had some great opportunities against Jake Allen, and this was one of them. And man, did he make a great save. Oh, good row on the break, and a save by Jake Allen. That's a second breakaway today. Yes, that is correct. Jake had to make two breakaway saves on Johnny Gaudreau, 
And of course, that disproves the theory going around that Jake Allen never makes saves on a breakaway. I think this has proved him wrong. There would be no more offense after that, and the Blues would win the game 3-1 to one before the Christmas break. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. Shots on goal, the Flames had 29, the Blues had 27. The Flames did win the faceoff battle 55% to 45%. The Blues were 1-for-2 on the power play. The Flames were 1-for-4. The Blues out hit the Flames 23-12, to outblocked the Flames 11-6. to This is such a big win for the Blues. It doesn't want to show up that big in the standings, but to get a win right before the Christmas break, you can relax a little bit, go spend some time with your family, get retooled, recoup, get ready for the game coming up Thursday the 27th against the Sabres, and then of course Sidney Crosby and Pittsburgh comes into town on the 29th. So these will be two tough games for the Blues. The Sabres are a much better team than they've been over the last few years. And although the Penguins aren't playing great this year, they're always a tough challenge for the Blues. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this game recap and my thoughts on the Blues' possible trades that I went over at the beginning of the podcast. Until next time, stay healthy. Stay happy and let's go blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Drop Podcast. To get more of the Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.